It's time to write effing now and get pumped to master writing, book marketing, and publishing one bite at a time. I'm spilling all the tea from writing my own books and coaching hundreds of authors on theirs. Now let's talk shop. Write effing now. On today's episode of Write Effing Now, we're talking about the tried and true tips to triumph in your transcriptions. Yes, I'm in love with alliteration. We'll pick it back up in a few seconds. It's funny, it never occurred to me to even touch on the subject we're not just touching today, but we are leaping into it. I have found through coaching authors that it's not enough to just tell them to go off and transcribe the content making up their outline, but I have to make you wait just a few more seconds while I send off some love to two of my favorite peeps, and then we will return to our topic of the day in just a moment. Monumental Voice Media is the plug. Let me recite my podcasting routine for you to better illustrate this. Script with talking points, blabity blab, turn in script, and audio file. That's it. If you freeze like a possum in the glare of of a flashlight on a crisp autumn night, these are your peeps. Danny Galvez and Jeremy Schreifels. You know it's true. If you have a book, you need an audiobook. And if you want to be seen as an expert in your field, you need a podcast. If we're talking transcribing, we have to include our outlines. And I know you have one of those, right? Please tell me you have one of those. Please make my day. Share that with me. Outlines are to me like air to lungs and fish to water. You definitely need one. Let's go over what an outline is real quick. This is going to be your million-dollar overview. The outline contains all of your chapters. There is an objective for each chapter. What are you trying to get across here? Is this a childhood chapter? Is this a time that you talk about the car accident you were in when you were 17? You will put in the supportive points underneath that chapter. So um, you're going to share about how you got into the car, who all was in the car, why you were going, where you were going, what happened that you had the accident, in the first place, maybe you'll have the aftermath. Were you on crutches? Whatever the case is, you'll have a chapter objective, supportive points. You may even have some sub bullet points underneath the bullet points as well. But in any regard, this is the blueprint for your book, it is the strategy. So make sure that you have that on hand if you're transcribing for a book. Now, if you're transcribing for a script, if you're transcribing for a blog or media article or something along those lines, may not be so much applicable, but I am a huge fan of them in any regard to make sure that I know where I'm going. I think the only exception would be the script for me. I just need to kind of know what I'm talking about. But if I'm writing a blog, it's a shortened version of a book, like a super short version of a book. So you probably want to know where you're going. That's why we include the outline. We want to know where we are going. We can't just randomly like, I'm going to choose this path over here. Oh, shoot, I got eaten by a lion. That's not going to work. Get your outline together. Next, we're going to talk about the tools that we need.
So when you're transcribing, there are two tools that work really, really well. I've used both of them. One I've used a little bit more than the other, but they're both great, tried and true for many people. Actually, there's three. I'll let you in on a little secret after I tell you about the first two. The first tool, you've heard me talk about this before, is Rev, R-E-V, as in victor.com, rev.com. You can put Rev on your phone. You can put it on your computer. You will simply transcribe what you're saying into Rev. A lot of what I do, too, is that, like, it's nice that Rev and the other two I'm going to talk to you about work well in conjunction with audio files. So if I have a meeting, for example, and I have an audio file from that meeting, then I can go to Rev and I can upload it and it will transcribe it for me. So you can use it in a couple of different ways. Those are the ways that I know about. I'm sure there are other ways. You can also store your transcriptions there so they're easy for you to access. I'm a huge fan of a centralized hub. You've heard me talk about that before, whether it's having a Google Doc, whether or a Drive rather, or uh, Dropbox, etc. Rev is acting like that for you. So is the other tool that I want to talk about, which is Otter, like the animal, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I, Otter dot A-I. Same deal here. You can transcribe directly into it. It is friendly on all devices. And you can also send your audio files into it and it will transcribe it for you. Those are the two tools that I recommend. The third bonus I was going to tell you about is if you have a video on YouTube, YouTube automatically offers a transcription service. You'll hit the three dots on the side of the video and it'll open up and it will say uh, show notes or show transcription or something like that. Pop those open. And you can see right there the transcription. It timestamps it, which is great if you're doing something involving timestamping. If you're not, it's kind of a pain in the booty if you're taking that and copying and pasting that into a Word doc. For example, you have to remove all those time-stamped pieces of content. But again, that is why you have an editor or a publisher, right? Because I happen to know some people who can do that for you and you don't have to worry about it. Those are the three tools, rev.com, otter.ai, and using a YouTube video. Always a good idea anyways, because you're repurposing that content from your video. Now for your transcription tips. These are super easy. Have your outline at the ready, number one. This can be on your phone, for example, and you'll need that if you're doing something at the same time, like chewing gum and walking, or maybe something even more realistic, like you're taking the dog for a walk, or you're going to the gym, you're going to be, I don't know, your home gym, don't do this at the gym, that would just be super rude, but you're combining an activity with doing your transcription, bring your phone, have your outline at the ready, it works really well, you can put them in notes, put the outline in notes, you can put it in a Google Drive, you just make, make sure that you have Wi-Fi, that's what I do. Um, and then you can speak on those notes. So make sure that you have the outline at the ready. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to go a little bit rogue. You'll go off the beaten path and 
it's going to be hard to rope you back in and, and get you strategically going toward the goal. So always have that outline at the ready. If you're listening to this and you're saying, man, I don't have an outline, can I just go ahead and do it and I'll do the outline later? I can't tell you enough what a bad idea that is. <laughs> it's so much harder to take that existing content and try and cram it uh, and have it become an outline because you haven't laid out where you want to go and why. You've just said, well, I'm going to go here. It feels good. That doesn't quantify strategy well. So make sure you have that outline. Number two, open your mouth. Do you hear how I am opening my mouth a little bit more? And I flash back to being in choir in, gosh, what grade was I in? Fourth grade or something like that. And I had a choir teacher and I forgot her name again because that happens as you get older. All of a sudden the things that you want to remember have been replaced by I don't know, the different types of gluten foods, gluten-free foods you can eat. Everything else just kind of falls out of your head. <laughs> but I remember outside of her kind of like she would kind of prance around a little bit and she had these arm motions and she would say, ta, ta, ti, ti, ta. And she would walk around and she would say, open your mouth when you sing. And I coach people to do the same thing with transcriptions. We tend to, especially when we are not comfortable, we want to get it over with as soon as humanly possible. We also tend to kind of mumble sometimes or if we're not feeling the most confident, we definitely will hold back. So practice opening your mouth a little bit more. Be a little bit more ridiculous with your enunciation. You will have a much easier time receiving those transcriptions, you'll see them and you'll go, okay, the thing actually knew what I was trying to say. The recording actually knew what I was trying to say because I opened my mouth. So do that. Especially do that if you have a heavy accent. We want to fall back into those old speaking patterns. So shoot for middle of the road accent. If you truly do have a heavy accent and it is, uh, you know, quite obviously from a, a, a region or a dialect that's not being served by these two particular softwares, I would look into other softwares that are going to be able to pick up what you're saying. Because it's not like, oh, it's just only Americans and it's only English and, and that's it for the world of transcriptions. There are many other apps that you can use. So just make sure that you seek those out, test them out and see if they work. The third tip is practice speaking slowly. That is something I'm still getting used to. You know, having these a podcast and a radio show now called Get the Book Out, by the way. It's available on Sandcastle Radio. Look it up. And I'm interviewing all kinds of authors on their journeys and what they're teaching us that we can use in our journeys. So we want to practice speaking slowly. It is not a natural feeling to get in front of the camera or to be behind the mic whether the mic, whether your message is going out to, you know, several thousand people or more, 
or it's going out to yourself. And this is what you're going to be handing in. So your audience is your editor or your publisher. It makes us nervous. We want to just get it over with as soon as we possibly can. And we want to speak very quickly. Get to that finish line. Oh, good. I'm done. I'm done now. Go against your instincts on this. I can't stress that enough. Practice speaking slowly. When you want to rush and you want to use a filler like, um, yeah, you know, and you know that's coming up in your speech, because we know what we're going to say, even if we're speaking very, very fast, we can train ourselves to stop in that moment. And instead of saying, yeah, um, or some other verbal nuance, we can say nothing. Practice that pause. Practice speaking slowly feeling okay in this space. Nobody's coming after you. Nobody's going to judge you. Just practice speaking slowly while you open your mouth as you read from your outline. And our final tip is to speak up. A lot of us have the habit of dropping or sliding off the final syllables in words We just kind of like cut it, we let it drop, the volume drops. So we want to work on that. And sometimes, again, if we're not feeling confident, we'll be talking kind of quietly about it because we don't really want to do what we said we're going to do. So we'll talk kind of quietly. You can't hear me when I talk like that. I'm sure at that point you were craning your ear toward whatever device you're listening to this podcast on and going, I cannot hear a dang word she's saying. So speak up. Don't be ridiculous about it. But speak up and don't be afraid. If you've got kids, this is like you're calling them from upstairs, right? Just maybe a a ratchet lower than that. Like, Lauren, get the laundry. Like, Lauren, get the laundry. Like, she can still hear you, but you're not calling to her. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Those are your four tips today. Have your outline at the ready. Open your mouth. Practice speaking slowly. And speak up. Transcribing your book saves you time, effort, speeds up your processes so you can become a prolific writer faster, and it adds another skill to your toolbox. It also helps you to become a better writer, (laughs) as does writing. And a reminder, the crazy-ass file you are going to hand in is not the final result. While you're on the topic of reconditioning your brain to up your output and become that prolific writer, make sure you hold on to that logic and tell yourself as many times as you need to, this is not the final result. I am taking a step forward. That's what you're doing. That step is not perfection. Well, there's no such thing as that anyways but it is not the final result. You have all the time in the world to perfect your book. And as I tell authors who say like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't get to it or life is crazy, I got out of hand. Hey man, this is on your time. It's on your timeline. Unless you're tied to a super specific marketing initiative, this is on your timeline. So take the time to do it right. Take the time to tell yourself what you need to. Let's focus on getting it out. Let's do that. 
Now that's it for this week's chapter of Write Effing Now. When you need proven tips on getting the best writing on the page or you're ready to write your book, head to bookmarkpub.com and get in touch. Until next time, authors, write on. <laughs>